Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you were going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say Robbie, will see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days... Are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd through the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Hey. And produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Don't forget to check out our social media after the show. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and what did I forget? Wait, TikTok? Facebook? Did I say TikTok? TikTok? I don't know. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. We it's don't know we're on social media and it's been I don't three know. years. It's a lot to keep track Going of. Going on four. Every, every, really... every year there's some new app somewhere. So it's like. Yeah, there's the new yeah. one, Threads. Have you threads, seen that one? Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's no, a thing thank now. you. I'm good. Isn't yeah. Threads supposed to be like the new version of Twitter because Twitter got taken over by what's his face and turned to X? Twitter is mm-hmm. X now. Yeah. X. That was so dumb. It's virtually the same. It's just a lot more mean people. I got on and deleted my profile. Yeah. I'm yeah. on it, but that's just because I randomly lurk. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah. last time I clicked on it. Yeah. So, mm. And I, yeah. I never post anything. Yeah, I used to have my websites all, like, when I was doing um, blog posts and stuff, I had them mm-hmm. linked to Twitter, but I went in and shut those off and then went into, mm-hmm. sorry, X, and mm-hmm. literally per- permanently deleted my account. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be there anymore, I hope. Mm-hmm. Because I will never use it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a nasty place anyway. So. True. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
I live in the TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest world. That's 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 safe. More, more, mm-hmm. more or less. That's nice. Yeah, because I tried to get back into Tumblr because when Tumblr started, it was innocent and I liked it because I remember getting on it the very first time it like started. And now I tried to get back on it like a year ago and it's it's a scary place. The idea that Tumblr at once at one point was innocent is about as, that's about as foreign to me as saying Barney was once a Coke dealer. <laughs> It was innocent when it started. It wasn't bad. I can't imagine being this Tumblr start, being anything but. It started in college when we were in college. And I remember getting on it and it was mostly just very, I I mean, it was, it was innocent compared to what it is now, but oh, yeah. it was just a lot of fan, like fan fiction, fan um, based stuff, but it wasn't, it didn't get creepy until later. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I noticed a pattern with a lot of sites like that. MySpace was like that. Deviant Art. I don't know if you ever use Deviant Art. I still use it sometimes. No. That was like that. Oh it, it, yes, Deviant Art. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It was very artistic back in the day, and it's still artistic, just with a lot of a lot other of stuff. Erotica. Whole lot of it. Super interesting over Whole there. Lot of it. Mm. Yeah. Well, t- I mean, all of them are getting that way. Instagram's that way now. Not as bad. It's still they still have some guidelines. Um, Instagram really depends on how you use it, though. Like, if you use it a certain way, it shows Mm -hmm. you what you want to follow. Yep, with TikTok. TikTok TikTok is the exact Mm -hmm. same way. Depends what you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fairly... I use Instagram fairly often. I need to post more, though. Yeah. I haven't posted much lately. Yeah. Although, just speaking of Instagram... Ashley and I... Ashley, we got an interesting message... From who? I didn't click. It's a spam thing. It's one oh. of those they want you to click on a link, and I can't find it now. But it was literally like, like, oh, your girlfriend wants you to check out this video, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, you find each other stuff in the Pixie Dust Twins. <laughs> it's like, where? Why are you spamming us with this? Like, oh, oh I love that. It's just so random. The first time my poor aunt, I showed her how to get an Instagram. She had never used it before. First thing she got a friend request from were bikini spam bots. She flipped out. I felt so bad for her. I was like, it's okay. It's not real. It's just a, it's a, you just gotta, you have to make your settings a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, no, there's a girl with her bare butt show. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's not going to hurt you. I'll just mm-hmm. show you how to make it. So it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Awkward. Yeah. I, yeah. TikTok, you can't really stop that. Like, mm-hmm. I have some fol- followers that have, like, mm-hmm. liked my profile, and I, like, oh, their picture's fine. And then mm-hmm. I go into their profile, and they're all, they have one video, and it's usually something bare. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. block. <laughs> that, that, or it's like, I couldn't believe this happened. I didn't believe it myself, but I clicked on this and it's just like wads of cash they're showing. Yes. I got all my debts paid off. No, you yes. can do it too. I'm like, yeah, all right, though. Yeah. Really? Well, those, those stupid ads for like playing bingo and earning enough cash to do your rent. I'm like, okay. I hate those yeah, ads so right. much. Are those the ones where they write <laughs> on like that, but... on the whiteboard sometimes and they're oh, like, the there's like blanks or... that they fill in and they're like, oh, I had no money and now I make $2,000 a month playing bingo. And I'm just like, do you? Okay. Uh-huh. I'm not clicking. This. Right. 
And there are ads from like games that I play on my phone. And mm-hmm. if I was in such a cheapskate, I would just pay the two ninety nine to be an ad free game. I never do. And then I just I get a, annoyed with the ads. Yeah, I don't pay for no, Mm-mm. no. Oh boy, we got so off topic already. We haven't even You've started nothing related to the yeah. We're trying oh, to good. elongate the episode, guys. Sorry. Um, today. Oof. For our second week of December, we are talking about a 1998, uh, I wouldn't even call it a classic. It's more of like a teenage rom-com. I'll be home for Christmas. And I'm going to let Sammy take it away. Yes, as he said, I'll be home for Christmas, 1998 movie. (laughs) So for those of you who have not seen it, such as... Ashley. Ashley. Um, I've never seen it before. Well, she's until just like hasn't. two days ago. Well, she I has not. I still haven't watched it. Didn't oh, get around oh. to it. So, <laughs> so you're going in colder so than she I doesn't know anything blank. about this. Yeah. So nice. we're gonna. Yeah. So I don't a, care if you ruin it either. A, yeah. You're not. Yeah. I mean, it's a, Christmas, it's, it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It is what it is. From a Christmas exactly. movie from the nineties. Yeah. Okay. As to be expected. So brief summary, a college student faces an impossible journey when he is left stranded in the desert, thousands of miles from home with no money and only a few days left until Christmas. That doesn't really tell you anything about this movie. So fun fact though, when I've seen this movie before and I thought this was a made for TV movie. I thought it was like an ABC movie or like ABC. It was in theaters. It was? (laughs) It didn't do very wow. well in theaters. Yeah, it was like surprised. a 30 million budget and it made like 12 or 13, I think, back yeah. when it was in theaters. I had no idea. I, because I thought it was a TV made movie. The, the storyline, and yeah, I was like, no, it's a TV. Mm, it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Did not yeah. know. Um, that's you would a think fun fact. done better with JTT. I guess this was, must you have been towards think. the end of like the. The excitement around him 98 yes you know? I, mean, I, I feel like that would have been like smack in the middle of it because he was still like yeah i don't know maybe it was because 98 how old was he in 98 he on. was no i can tell you he oh, was what? 17 okay. i looked 17. this up for one of the trivia questions oh okay yeah, yeah that he was, was 17 like of his, his his i don't his, know uh, nobody went to see this movie though yeah <laughs> nobody that's funny sorry that. sorry jonathan uh, maybe that's what ruined it for him i don't know but okay so yeah as we were saying jonathan taylor thomas is in this movie he's jake the main person main star his girlfriend Allie, is played by jessica beale who at this time Just was in seventh up. heaven so it's right around that time yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, adam lavor lavorgna is eddie and I've, if you know, if you see his face, you'll be like, oh, I know him. Because he was definitely around in like the 90s, 2000s. i to look him up. Yes. Like if you see his face, you're going to be like, that guy, I know who he is. Because he was in like these teen adjacent things. And I feel okay. like he was in a I'll, lot of I'll, them. I'll look him up while you're talking. And then Gary Cole was Jake's dad. There were other people in this, but those were the only ones I felt like we would actually know <laughs> the people. So that's where I stopped with the cast. Um, so I literally have three trivia points. Did you look him up? Yes. See, oh, you know, his face. Yes. Yeah. I know his face. He normally plays the. He normally plays the butthead. He is. And certainly in this movie. Oh, okay. he's the well, enemy. And all his other ones. The enemy. <laughs> the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the rival. 
with gotcha. uh, Jake. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's consistent. Uh, okay, so trivia. Although Jake and Allie are college students, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Beale were minors. Jonathan Taylor Thomas being 17 and Jessica Beale, when I looked up her age, she was 16. Oh, well, yeah. that's odd. It's a very strange. I'm not understanding. Let's just not, we'll pause on this point. No, we're going to pause on this point. I'm not understanding this entire setting because there's there's lockers. Okay, because one of the things is Jonathan Taylor Thomas's nerdy friend is in a locker that he has to rescue him from. I don't understand why there are lockers, but there's also dorms. So I'm not understanding if they are. I didn't. It never occurred to me until you just mentioned it. Like, yeah, what college ever has lockers? Why would you have a locker? You have a dorm room. You have a dorm on the campus i am confused i'm 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 confused me too i was definitely confused Confused. and jonathan taylor thomas does make reference in the movie that he's 18 so he's an 18 year old kid but this confused me but they also said that he'd been gone since his mother died and then he references that his mom died like 10 months ago and it's Christmas. So then I was maybe it's like, like a board, it's like a boarding school. Maybe that's what I started wondering because all of the descriptions say he's in college, but I'm like, I don't feel like he could possibly be in college. Yeah. And no. even though he references he's 18 and I guess that's what they assumed, but I'm like, I don't see how they are in college. I'll just say this. it's a boarding school. That, that's, that makes me feel slightly yeah. less yeah. confused. Although I still don't know why you need the lockers if you have a, a room on campus, but uh. what do I know? I didn't build the school, so yeah. Uh. (sighs) Okay, so at least we're in agreement that that doesn't make any sense. Um, Okay, and Jessica Biel and Adam Levorgna both starred in Seventh Heaven together and their characters dated on the show. Yeah, that's where I had seen them before. Mm -hmm. I knew they looked familiar. Yep, yep. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character, Jake, being unconscious in the desert mirrors what happened to Simba, the character he voiced in The Lion King, down to the vultures and the vulture sounds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, Ashley, what happens is that Jake is a jerk. He is not a good person in this movie. You know, typical yeah, Christmas typical. thing, right? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yes. Typical Scrooge, uh, mm-hmm. Scrooge mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes. His dad bought him tickets to fly home to New York. So he's in California and wants him to come home to New York for Christmas. He mm-hmm. cashes them in for tickets to Cabo and he's going to bring his girlfriend, Allie. And Allie's like super mad because she also is from New York. And she, I guess they home. started dating in New York, whatever. And yeah, she's like, you're, you're stupid. I want to go have like a traditional Christmas at home. This is dumb. So he gets caught by his dad. His dad's like, I know for my travel. First of all, are you kidding me? He's like, my travel agent told me that you switched the tickets. And then Jake's trying to act like he doesn't know anything about it. So his dad makes a deal. His dad makes a deal with him that if he is home by six o'clock on is it Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? I can't remember. Christmas Eve. Christmas Christmas Eve. Christmas dinner on Christmas. Okay. So if he's home by six o'clock, he will get the Porsche, which is like an old school Porsche they've been fixing for yeah. years and years that he will get the Porsche. So then he gets the tickets back to fly to New York. And because he is a jerk, he also is a schemer on campus. So he 
is trying to help the football team or part of the football team cheat on a test. Does not go well, gets caught, they get busted. They all get mad at him. Just a brief, you know, synopsis. They kidnap him and dress him in a Santa suit. They glue the beard and the hat to him, leave him in the desert with no wallet, nothing. They strand him there. So when the next day rolls around and everyone's leaving to go home for Christmas, Allie's trying to call him, can't get a hold of him. And of course, this is, you know, no cell phones and stuff. Yeah. You know, like that. So she can't get a hold of him. So she ends up hitching a ride with Eddie to go back to New York because he's also from, they're all like apparently grew up. To, I don't know. It's just stupid. But they, they're all from the same place. So he is going back to New York and Allie's just like, I guess I have to go with you because I don't have the plane tickets and he's not answering the phone. So let's go. So that's where they're road tripping. Yes. And Jake has to hitchhike from wherever he is in the desert to get home. Essentially. How is he alive? Because if he has a, has a Santa suit on in the middle of a desert, I feel like he would have overheated and died of like, you know, dehydration. You can't think about it too hard because like, we were watching it last night and Robbie and I kept wondering why whenever he really had the opportunity to eat food, he wasn't because he clearly hadn't been eating for days mm-hmm. and he's seemingly never seemed interested in getting a meal. I mean, yeah, no, he was it's, focused on the uh, Porsche. So I feel that kind of took priority. Yes, it was. But the whole point is on his journey. He meets people. He does good things. You know, he gets he turns into a good person. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Much like Scrooge. The typical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Christmas story. Yes. Lord. I mean, there's there's some cute moments and some funny bits in it. Like when he's hitchhiking along the highway and, you know, he gets like almost run over by this. This, I don't know, this criminal in a van. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Who feels bad because he's just like, oh, I killed Santa. And he he basically gives him a ride. But mm-hmm. he has a bunch of stolen goods in the back. Starts speeding because they spot Allie and Eddie on the road. And Jake's like, catch up with them. Get pulled over by a cop. Tell them, oh, tells the cop, you know, we're going to go drop off presents to the children's hospital in the next town. So typical, the cop's like, I'll take you. I'll escort you. No problem. Mm-hmm. So they're giving these kids like VCRs and like, I don't know. Toasters. Toasters. And, like, <laughs> kitchen appliances. and. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, the cop is just clueless to this whole yes. thing. It's like, oh, like, this is so cute. Notice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have that typical moment where, you know, he's meeting all the kids at Santa. And one little boy is like, I don't want anything from you. I want to go home because he's sick in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking about and he's he's Hispanic. So he's actually saying all this in like Spanish. So he's like, mm-hmm. my, mm-hmm. my hermana and my mama and mm-hmm. my, my tío and his dog. And he wants mm-hmm. to. So, of course, everyone's like, oh, tearing so, up. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the very mm-hmm. next scene is like the criminal and the cop, like both calling their loved ones, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I just wanted to call to say Merry Christmas. I haven't talked to you. And then the cop yes. is like talking to his estranged wife. His estranged Please take wife. me back. There. It's, mm-hmm. it's this, you know, mm-hmm. goofy moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 90s moment. Very, it's very, very 90s. 90s. Yes. Very 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the cop ends up taking him to Nebraska because that's where the cop's estranged wife is working in a restaurant. It does not paint Nebraska in the best light because oh, this woman. Really not great. <laughs> She works at a restaurant that has like a bunch of cows, like in a pasture, like attached to it's it. And she probably... has to wear cow ears when she's oh, gosh. 
It's probably like one of the small towns outside of like the big cities. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but he he helps the cop like serenade his wife to get her back. And um, they buy that cop buys her him a bus ticket, if I'm remembering the story right. Yeah, because there ain't no airports in Nebraska. Yes. Yeah. So he ends up on a bus. But then he sees um, when they're going to get on, like, I think they're at a stop or something. I can't remember what the exact, it all blends together with the cheesiness. But he's at, he sees on the TV, his girlfriend and Eddie are at this like fair and they're under mistletoe and Eddie kisses his girlfriend. So he loses his mind and he's like, we have to stop at this city, nearby town, whatever on our way, because I have to go basically kill this guy because he kissed my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Let me tell you the bus thing. So, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Um, so he can't get the bus driver to agree because the bus driver is like, no, we're not stopping. Get out of my face. Uh, I tell him to go sit his butt down too. So he schemes this whole thing because he sees this kid with crayons and this other guy that's making this disgust. I don't know what he was eating. So it was, I was eating like a lot, like a, a raw steak. That's or what something. it looks like. It that was like, looks like a human liver. Yeah, and he's putting like barbecue sauce on it in uh-huh. the middle of the bus. It was so gross. Uh, <laughs> so it make me feel sick. He schemes to. And there's another guy that has like a cooler. That's important. Yeah, the cooler. Yes. So he schemes to basically fool everyone on the bus. So he, what did he drop at the lady's feet? It was like part of the. I can't remember what it was that he he dropped on her to get her attention. That was next to him in the seat. Oh. Um. um was it it was something because she was like is this yours and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and then they find the cooler up up at the top um but basically he has the it's in crayon let's just be clear this is written in crayon that says it's a liver for a little girl in the city that he wants to stop at in crayon and they're like oh my gosh this can't be real and they open it into that nasty meat that the guy was eating is in there now as the liver and everyone on the bus yells at the bus driver that they need to stop, including like this guy in a military uniform. Right. <laughs> Where's that? your decency, man? <laughs> exactly. This is more important than your schedule. This is this is humanity. Like, yes. <laughs> just having this like righteous moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Did he catch up to him? So they stop and they give Santa 10 minutes to deliver the liver. So, of course, he goes to find his girlfriend. And she's in a honeymoon suite with Eddie because that was the only room they could find to stay in overnight. And there's this whole cheesy bit where, of course, Eddie um, comes out in a towel and Jake removes the towel and now Eddie's staying there naked. It's like a whole thing, you know, typical, yeah, thing. And Allie finds out that he just wants to get home to get the Porsche. And of course, she gets mad and she takes his seat on the bus and leaves him high and dry, which is fair. I mean, Mm. you know. Honestly, it's fair. Yeah. So she gets on the bus and then Eddie takes, I don't know how far they got, but he takes Jake a certain part of the way to get home and then decides that he's helping Jake too much and being too good of a person and Jake needs to leave. So he kicks him back out of the car. And they like weirdly bond over this whole thing, like briefly. Yeah. Yeah. They have like, I really thought they were going to just turn it and have them be friends when you're watching the scene. Yeah. But no, Uh Eddie's like, no, I'm doing too many good things and you're going to have to leave. Uh-huh. Takes him out. So then Jake joins a Santa race in the town that he's in. 
where you can win like five thousand dollars i think it was something like that yeah mm-hmm. did he win of course he won which he should not have won the 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 he was one of the last two and of course they have like this you know like they literally call him like a kenyan like racer who mm-hmm. runs into a sign and that's the only reason why he doesn't win like that cheesiness you know yeah right but he should not have won because the last guy in him that we're standing like the last guy clearly like pauses you know that thing where everyone oh, in yeah. movies stops and stares when they could have just continued on and like a normal yes. person would have yeah like he's yeah. running his hat falls off and he has to go back yeah. to get it so the guy mm-hmm. competing right. like yeah okay i'll stop and wait for you to catch up yes and then let you pass me so that you can win the race because he's such a good guy (sighs) so yeah so he does that even harry potter does that so annoying they all do that in these stupid movies that drives me nuts that's a thing that i don't like that's a movie trope i don't care for that yeah i don't like it either uh so yeah so then um he's leaving very happily with his five thousand dollars in a cab and he gets mugged no the cab driver's like oh yeah you beat the mayor the mayor always wins the race and he's like oh it's it was the mayor and he's like yeah we like it when he wins because he uses all his money to buy turkeys for all the poor people so yeah <laughs> so they turn around he gives the movie the money to the mayor they have a little heartfelt moment where the mayor's like do you want to come inside we have dinner and he's like no thank you i'm gonna leave um let's see at this point he calls his does sister he make him home he, call, he does he calls his sister for assistance his sister this i do not understand i have so many questions this is a cute movie but i have a lot of questions about what they do in this mm-hmm. so he calls his sister his sister's like okay i have allowance money i'll do this for dad not for you because you know you suck basically mm-hmm. but i'll get you a plane ticket and i'm gonna put a secret password so you can pick it up and the password is some big long thing where basically he has to say like my sister's the best and i'm the worst and you know yeah. The norm. Mm. He does that. Typical sibling stuff. He does that. And again, this is 98. And he's like, so I can get the ticket without my ID. And of course, the gate agent is like, where's your ID? And he said, but I had the password. And she's like, okay, cool. But you still have to have an ID. I don't. Well, you do, technically. I know. But I'm not understanding why you would think that you can just like use a password to get a a ticket on an airplane, even in 98. Like, come on. Sure. Come He's on. a stupid teenager. He was very uh-huh. stupid in this and arrogant. Does he get home. He gets on the plane because he rides with a dog in a kennel. <laughs> under the plane. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, he sneaks into the baggage thing and you know, mm-hmm. sees a kennel says bound for New York. So he like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he the homeward, whole time he homeward bounds it. The whole time he is in the Santa suit, various times he has the hat on, he doesn't have the hat. He got the beard gone very early in the film. Um Good. yeah. But he always has the Santa suit on the entire time. So does he get the Porsche? Or does he get his girlfriend back? Technically, he does because he gets home and well, there, it gets worse because he gets home and now he has no way to get to the house. So he literally gets on top of a car and rides the car. He hijacked. Oh, no, that's right. He gets in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like he climbs on top of like an SUV mm-hmm. and rides it through town until he jumps off because she's like no go that way way. go that way go that way okay well guess i'm jumping off it hops right off because that's totally safe and he's fine completely fine yes no injuries whatsoever no and then he and i believe where dan was going then he hijacks from the christmas parade Uh a sleigh and horse goes by his girlfriend's house and picks her up and of course she's like oh you know like this is romantic right 
You know, mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Well, she says she says this line when she's mad at him earlier. Like she basically loses all trust in him, and he's like, "Well, don't you believe me that I actually love you?" She's like, "If you showed up at my house as right. if you were actual Santa in a one horse open sleigh, I wouldn't believe you." Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. So he does. Foreshadow. Foreshadowing. So he picks her up. They go to his house. They make it before six. And then he says, okay, tell me when it's 6.01. Basically like, you know, the Porsche is not as important to me. Let's just watch my family enjoying their dinner together. Because he's redeemed. Look how, look yes. how redeemed I am. Yes. So then he, sound redeemed. he runs up to the house and his dad's like, you can still have the Porsche. And then of course, Jake of is course. like, yes, but we still have to work on it. And we have lots of Christmases to work on it together. And there's also this little bit where he doesn't like his stepmother and he decides he likes her by the end too. But I mean, that's just, it's another like little mini. Well, it's one of those tropes where it's like, he never never made peace with his mom's death. So this woman replacing his mom, like he's still, they never expounded on it, but that to me was actually, it was a it was a heartwarming moment. It was. It's nice that he he bonded with her. Yeah. At the end when he's like giving her his sweater size, that was cute. But I'm just like, it was kind of like a throwaway storyline that I wish would have been more of a focus than what we got. That was really the focus right there. Like, that yeah. was the central so, plot. That is the entire movie. Now, however, it's it's cute. It has very it has funny moments in yeah. it. Honestly, mm, it does. Good. It does. And it's got Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, you know, I enjoy watching him. And I mean, yeah, honestly, it, he's the only thing that made this movie watchable. Yes, he's honest. the redeemable like, portion of this entire movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I just was never a JTT girl, so I'm just really yeah. JTT. Just, Interesting. No, he Loved wasn't. Him. He was just too pretty boy for me. Really? Yeah. I guess, even okay. like rewatching Home, like so Brett will put on Home Improvement, and he'll come on the stream, and I'm like, you just are too pretty i don't know eh. just i was never a fan okay that's, that's fair, fair. Mm-hmm. well I, mean, if I was i probably yeah. would have watched it a long time ago yeah mm. oh, yeah he definitely has that like pretty guy kind of mm-hmm. kind of vibe it was interesting because i was thinking about like all the different teen heartthrobs of that era so it was like him leo dicaprio and mm. like <laughs> yeah sorry no and then, who, who, like, what other ones were there? The, Dawson's, on, the Dawson's Creek guy, maybe. Heartthrobs of the Night. Oh, oh, yeah. What else was most popular? Let's, let's look at this here. Um, um, oh, like Freddie Prince Jr. Right? That oh was yeah. This era. James Vanderbeek. Yeah, James. Okay, yeah, James Vanderbeek. Like, like he said, Dawson's Creek. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, I was giving him a name. Writer Strong. He's on the list. Yeah. How did I just I did forget about Ryder? Some, I did oh. love me some Ryder Strong. Oh, Ryder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. This is a 90s heartthrob. Uh, well, oh, these guys um, were a little bit on the older 90s side because of Beverly Hills, but like Luke Perry and Brian Austin Green were. Mm-hmm. Joey Lawrence. Robs, yep. Yes. My, oh, Matthew Lawrence. He's yeah. still a pretty boy. Let's see. The savages are on this list. I would not consider them heartthrobs. 
Will Smith is on this list. That's an interesting. interesting. I mean, I guess I could kind of see it. He was definitely yeah. a kid back then. Yeah, back then. I yeah. never saw him as a heartthrob, mm-hmm. though. Mario Lopez and um, shoot, what Zach's name? Um, <laughs> um, I no, I almost have it. Um. Oh my gosh, I almost have it. I swear. Because he's got three names. Mark Paul got Mark Lear. I kept thinking Michael, and I'm like, that's so wrong. Don't say that because that's (laughs) okay. Mark Paul Goss. Joseph Gordon Levitt was on this list. Ryan Phillippe was on was during that time. Ryan Phillippe was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh I feel like I'm missing somebody. I know there's Ledger. Duh. That was oh, my person. Yeah. Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett. Those were my people Josh that I Josh Hartnett, yes. Oh, I get that. Totally Josh Hartnett, yes. Let's John Stamos, he's on here. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember me knowing him very well at that point. Mm. I mean, Brad Pitt was technically a heartthrob during the 90s. I feel like he was older, though. Yeah. I feel oh, like he was more marketed as a heartthrob because he's always been more of a serious actor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was what, sexiest man multiple times in a row? Something like I'm that. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I I feel like I'm I feel like there's people we're missing. I know. I'm feeling I'm trying they to look say, at these lists, Someone's but... trying to say Justin Timberlake, which yeah, yeah probably. I mean he was like he in was. sync era. I feel like he's more like yeah. Yeah. When I think Justin Timberlake, I think early to mid two thousands. That's what yeah, my mind goes. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, apparently, someone has Brendan Fraser down as um, a heartthrob in the nineties because of the Mummy, which I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't disagree with. No, he was a handsome guy in that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. He was. Uh, Freddie. Whatever it is, he had it. Oh, Keanu is apparently a big heartthrob. That's valid. He still is a heartthrob. I he is. I like. I saw Keanu. a TikTok of him meeting like a kid who's a huge fan of him, and it was so adorable. I know, you know, I saw that, and he was like the sweetest guy too. You're just being so nice to Sweet. him. He's oh like, "Have you gosh. seen Toy Story 4? Uh, he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, that's so sweet," and I'm just like, "My heart." Oh, I just love Keanu. My heart. Yeah. Um, apparently Jared Leto was a heartthrob in the 90s. I, I saw know. that. What was he big in? He was in my so-called life, but I never watched it. I mean, he wasn't really on my list ever. No. Sorry, Jared Leto. Hartnett. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, he came up on my list again. Oh, I'm so Hugh used Grant. to see- Yeah. Hello, Cool J. No, Cool J was pretty popular in the 90s. I, well, I, I didn't follow him, but, but I, I remember, never his, thought he'd I remember be that name being thrown around a lot. See here, we already said Usher. Joseph. Usher's on this list as well. Uh, yeah. of course, Usher. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Andrew Keegan played Maybe. um played the dum dum in Ten Things I Hate About You, where mm-hmm. all I wanted was sex. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, I like mm-hmm. I liked him. Ah, uh, Stamos. Oh, Chad Michael Murray. Did we say that one already? No, Chad. I thought what about Chad in like the two thousands. I don't know. They listen to the 90s. Oh, I clicked on one that said 90s and 2000s. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, gosh. I would say that's like early 2000s. This, this is that's for Holly. Why I was like, mm-hmm. This one's for Holly, Dan. 
the Hanson brothers. Yeah, that's definitely Holly. There you go. I never remember being that like obsessed oh, with Hanson. Our friend Holly loved. I think mm-hmm. she still loves Hanson. Probably. Well, I you we did it. Like I remember our group was specifically yeah. like because <laughs> we were like Backstreet Boys and oh Nick Carter. He was a '90s heart. Well, no, he's more 2000s. Yeah. See, that's the problem yeah. I'm trying to run into. I'm. I'm. They're. They're overlapping. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, they all kind of like late nineties and early two thousands. They kind of run together. Can we yeah. throw Johnny Depp in there because he was Johnny is an eighties heartthrob into nineties, yeah. but he's been in like he was steady working, you know, for a while. So we'll just yep. he can just be all the decades. We'll just play him there. We can, yeah, he's just yeah, he's, yeah, consistently still Johnny Depp to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one actor I still have a crush on. That's Valen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we get into the 80s, we're in, I'm in trouble. There's a lot of 80s hard <laughs> I'd say most of my celebrity crushes come from that era. And uh-huh. they're mostly pop stars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my ones that have lasted have come from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Johnny, Harrison. Mm-hmm. Mostly just Johnny and Harrison. Ali Sheedy for me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madonna, 90s. Cindy Lauper. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. Makes yeah, that makes sense for you. Yeah. yeah. I just remember when Leo was a heartthrob and it just disgusted. That's right. You hate Leo. Oh yeah. Ashley and definitely has a Leo. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Yeah. And I don't think it's him. I think it's just the hype around him that has literally just especially uh, we had a specific friend in mm-hmm. fifth grade that when titanic came out that's all she talked about was leo 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 this leo mm-hmm. leo this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just drives me nuts yeah because mm-hmm. i tr- i try to keep my throb craziness intact mm-hmm. and only go off the rails when like we're having girly moments as a group mm-hmm. but some girls they just every single second is their mm-hmm. heart drop i'm like mm-hmm. you girls realize you're never gonna meet them like they're gonna marry somebody else like mm-hmm. one of my more recent heart throbs got married and i i cried a little bit inside yeah. and they're like okay i'm glad you finally found love <laughs> exactly paul walker we forgot paul yeah mm. and jude law mm-hmm. apparently tupac's on this list that's weird Oh, we weren't really into like the gangster rap scene, so that's probably why. Would Mark Wahlberg be considered eighties or nineties? Well, when was the Funky Bunch? That was like the nineties, wasn't it? I think that was more the nineties. So, Funky Bunch, Mark Wahlberg and the Funky Bunch. When did you start? Ninety one. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the nineties. Yeah, remember? And you got New Kids on the Block and. All that, like yeah. early 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise was a heartthrob. Especially yeah. when Top Gun came out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe spe- was in yeah. 80s. Mm-hmm. No, I go was, ahead. I have a specific memory of being a kid because I, I, when my cousin, who was obsessed with Tom Cruise, I was like, you like Tom Cruise? She goes, yeah, Tom Cruise is a hunk. <laughs> That's, a That's how we used to talk back in the day. I know, mm-hmm. right? It was. Oh. Oh, Michael J. Fox, when he was in Back to the Future, he was a little cutie. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. 
there's some on here that I I've seen them randomly, but I don't think they did much past the eighties. Like Jonathan Brandis. Mm. Not even know that name. No. I I know his face. I think from um. Oh shoot! Twenty One Jump Street, the original series. Yeah. Okay. Um, Corey Haim. Yeah, the Corey bro- the not Corey brothers, the two Corys, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine. My dog is snoring. I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard that. And now, uh-uh. mm-hmm. oh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, they were '90s hunks. Absolutely, they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Matt LeBlanc in the '90s. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can you hear that? No, I can't hear it. No. Oh my gosh, I hear it. No, it's not picking up. No, it's not picking it up. <laughs> but I should only hear it because of this. So it's just picking up in my ears. That's mm-hmm. funny. Interesting. We got on a tangent with heartthrobs, but. Well, it's fair because we were talking about JTT and then it, it only went downhill from there. So. Yeah. We mm-hmm. didn't even talk about most of the female heartthrobs. Dear Lord, there were so many. Mm. Probably more than the males. Mm hmm. River Phoenix. Why do I know that name? Is that Joaquin's brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He died, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Overdose. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that was Johnny Depp's club. Right. Home. That's why, because yes. we did that research on Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I know that name? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, I'm. I probably still am never gonna watch this movie. Going back to, it, I'll be home for Christmas. Literally, you're missing absolutely nothing. No, it's one I probably watch like every couple of years when I'm like, eh, I've watched this in a while. It's mm-hmm. not on my list of I watch must watch every Christmas mm-hmm. season. It does not make my list. No. Sorry, she is really sawn logs back here. <laughs> She's passed out. Okay. Um, she is if she lays on her side she is a snorer mm-hmm. oh my gosh there are times when i'm trying to go to bed and she's sleeping next to me and she's snoring i'm like i have to wake her up and get her to readjust mm-hmm. so i can fall asleep it's funny i know mm-hmm. oh goodness um well anything else that we want to talk about randomly before we end this episode mm-hmm. no yeah that was, yeah it's yeah it is the only thing you can say about this movie is yeah it was it was pretty good mm-hmm. okay it's christmas okay. story <laughs> it's right. a typical christmas story 90s christmas story mm-hmm. 90s comedy mm-hmm. gotcha none yeah. of it makes I sense like, i like gary cole he's taking gary over Cole's for pretty gibbs cool. yeah in ncis right now he's I do not like doing gary a bad cole. job yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that's just consistently good in whatever yeah, he does. Yeah, whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, he's always going to be. Hey, Peter, what's happening? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, mm-hmm. come in on Saturday. Yeah. We're uh, yes. falling behind. Sort of got to play catch up. So, uh, okay. Thanks. Yes. Iconic. So mm-hmm. Classic. Iconic. Yes. 
Oh, goodness. All right. Well, Pixie Dust Twins, we are going to wrap. We are the twins. Pixie Dusters. I was going to say, hold on a second. That's us. (laughs) That's us. Um, Pixie Dusters, we're going to wrap this up. Um, If you love cheesy 90s, heartfelt comedy, I guess, go watch I'll Be Home for Christmas. It is on Disney+. Plus. Um, and you can see what the hype is about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. If you've never seen him in his younger years, he is a cutie. Um, so go check that out next week. We are doing something. I'm so excited for And we are talking home alone one and two. Yes. Our actual classics, actual Mm -hmm. Christmas classics from our generation. It's going to be so great. And the next time, the week after that, we will be talking about season two of the Santa Clauses, which mm-hmm. is another classic uh, from another classic that we love, which is the Santa Clauses with Tim Allen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so excited to see what happens there, because there are some interesting new characters in that season that I'm like fluffy, mm-hmm. who is a comedian, Gabriel Iglesias is in it. And I just don't know how he's going to. Why? I, don't know. I don't know why he's in it yet because I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, well, we shall see. I mean, it's in the Tim Allen Santa verse. Anything could happen. The game of its very random. Again, it's mm-hmm. the Tim Allen Santa verse. Anything can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you guys have a great week. Actually, what week does this come out? The very is this, first, is this the second? No, second. Sorry, week of December. So that is I don't know the eighth. Sure. Okay, no. so we still have like. Two and a half the, weeks before Christmas. So the get 13th. your Christmas shopping Wait, done. Where'd you get the 8th from? It's the 13th it comes out. I was looking at November. My bad. <laughs> it's like the 8th. What is that? It's like a so Friday. We have a week and a half to get your sh- Christmas shopping done. So if you are a procrastinator, do it now. Do it now. Don't let your dad throw you in a vehicle on Christmas Eve and tread you down to a very busy mall to get stuck trying to get out to get mm-hmm. his wife's last minute stockings. And yes, I am calling out my father right now because that's <laughs> literally my whole childhood. That's like, I feel like this is a specific thing. experience here. Oh my gosh. Every stinking Christmas Eve from when I was like early elementary, dad mm-hmm. would always wait till Christmas Eve to drug, drag me down to Glenbrook and get all of mom's final Christmas presents. And then it takes us like an hour to get out of the parking lot. Yes, because that's what all the dads are doing. It's going yeah. to the mall. Yeah, See, I brought that up to him the other uh, the other time he was here. He's like, yeah, but those are just, just so good times with you and I. We got to bond. Like, yes, but we were sitting in a parking lot for an hour. Stress like, don't you want to do it again? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no. Which reminds me, I gotta buy my mom's birthday present. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom's birthday in I real time st- is tomorrow. So yeah. Oh, tell yeah. her I said happy birthday. I will. Mm-hmm. My mom's birthday in real time is what day is it? I don't know what is today. Today is oh, the eighteenth. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got nine days. Oh shoot! I got. I was gonna buy. say I, it's like a and little we're over celebrating a week, right? next Saturday. So Oof. the one wrap. I want to get I'm on that. I'm supposed to be the one to order it. Dad and Travis are paying me. Yeah, you might want to get your life together. I'm doing it right now. So bye, business. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Later. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. 
The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day.